Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. We welcome you into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Zach producing the broadcast today. Got a good show planned for you, and it starts right at the top. Uh, longtime voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, retiring, and his successor live in studio with us. That is Sean Kelly. It's your chance to call him, talk to him, get to know him. You'll hear from him. So we'll open the phone lines for you, 3928255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com if you have a question or a comment for Sean. He is here for the balance of the hour to talk to you. Welcome, sir. Welcome to Gator Country. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. This actually feels normal. Like going to football practice and sitting here behind a microphone with you feels normal. And I've not had a whole lot of normal over the last uh, six weeks, so I'm very comfortable with you here today. It's funny you said that. I was going to ask, how has this month or month and a half been for you? I can imagine it's been pretty hectic. I keep using like the, the old phrase, drinking from a fire hose. Because that's what it's felt like. You know, it, the whole thing happened rather quickly. Um, and then literally 20 years to the day that we moved to Louisiana in 2002, I moved here to Florida. So wow. I, think, I think I got offered the job around July 1st, if I'm not mistaken. And in that time, it was get a house ready to sell, um, find a place to live, yeah. hire the moving company, all those things that, um, well, are not normal and are stressful but it's all worked out we're here we've been in town now about two weeks and uh it's been fantastic i was gonna say what are your early impressions everybody is so welcoming um and there's a great energy around the town already and that's going to ramp up when the students get back into town here shortly so uh, it's kind of a calm before the storm but there are so many things that went into the decision for me but a lot of it was just who the people were that I would be a working for or working with that was that had a huge play in this and then I, I kind of tell this funny story well, it's funny for me but you know we came in for a visit right there that that last week of June my wife and I we drove over to kind of I interview meet well all that stuff mm-hmm. and from the person at the gas station to the front desk at the hotel to everywhere around town it, it was amazing it was like it was like there was some town meeting in Gainesville, like on Tuesday night. You know, all right, everybody, uh, settle in. Time for the meeting. Uh, yeah, uh, the Kelly visit is on Thursday, so make sure everybody waves and smiles and uh, everyone on their best behavior. It was like it was like all tuned up, like I was a part of some reality show that I didn't know that I was taking part in. So, uh, you know, that just gave us a taste of what Gainesville would be for us, and and, and it's proven to be the case. You know, here since we've landed and uh, and started living. That's really good. Yeah. All right, um, we'll take calls and then. Uh, I'm going to have Sean tell you something we, we, I saw on Twitter. I'll let him elaborate on it, but we'll talk to Daryl first. Daryl, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Sean, welcome to the Gator Nation. Hi, Daryl. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, I always carry my headset into the ballpark, you know, no matter what Gator sporting event it is. So I look forward to listening to you this coming fall. Well, that's a, I, I love hearing that, and I'm glad that people still do do that. And I have yet to get with Steve Egan, who is our uh, fantastic engineer, and, and, and folks from Learfield who kind of run the network side. I'm assuming that there is a real-time feed to that radio broadcast so you don't have it on a delay inside the stadium. Okay, great. 
Sean, I always grew up, you know, I guess the transistor radio era as a kid. I always listened to North Carolina basketball games out of Charlotte on WBT following Woody Durham. I haven't had Jordan and Worthy and all that bunch. Was uh, you growing up, did you ever listen to any radio broadcasts of any uh, special teams, you know, as a kid growing up? Oh, sure. I mean, I grew up in St. Louis. Um, I'm a diehard Cardinal fan, St. Louis Blues uh, you know, college football we could get, you know, either coming out of Columbia, Missouri or, or Champaign, Illinois. Uh, I grew up in a house where the radio was on a lot. And whether it was the background or attentive listening, it was a part of, you know, our house. And so my mother was a big baseball fan. So those baseball games were on. And, and I just loved hearing those great voices that I grew up with, Jack Buck and, and Mike Shannon. And, um, you know, the thing about St. Louis, we were so spoiled. You had Bob Costas starting his career there, Bill Wilkerson, longtime voice of the football Cardinals and, you know, Mizzou football. Dan Kelly was the voice of the St. Louis Blues, and I'll Great argue to this day answer. that he would be in the top five. Um, Kenny Albert, I would say, is the best active hockey radio announcer, but Dan Kelly was the voice of that generation and, and did national stuff, too. So... To answer your question, yes, I listen to those games all the time. And uh, if the Cardinals were out west, uh, no joke. I would. I was that kid with the transistor radio under the pillow, go to sleep with listening to that Cardinal game uh, late out west. And so I guess that that probably is a huge chunk of why I decided to do what I do for a living. Um, just having that soundtrack on all the time. Uh, again, whether it was a, attentive listening or it was just kind of just the sounds of summer in St. Louis. Okay, great. Okay, once again, welcome to the Gator Nation. Thanks, Daryl. Daryl, thank you. Um, Bob had emailed uh, a question for you, Sean. He asked, he said, did you have a, you mentioned the Cardinals growing up as a favorite team. He said, uh, when did you actually realize or think you might want to do this as, uh, you know, for a living? Probably in high school. Um I just again the combination of how cool would it be to do that job, uh, and also figuring out I'm not playing at that level. So how can <laughs> yeah. I stay involved in sports? And then the other thing, and this is kind of part of why I'm I've come to Gainesville, is that I grew up uh, knowing firsthand what those broadcasters meant to the community itself. They were the they were the tie between the fan base and their favorite team. They were the the folks that you saw at the Rotary Club. Uh, at the big, you know, high school awards banquet. They were the MC. All those things, you know, I, I watched them, I guess, take ownership of not only their role on the air but off the air too. And and with that, um, in high school, it, it seemed to, I guess, resonate more than any other profession. Now, I, I honest to God, I did go off to college and I declared myself a finance major. That was one semester. By the end of that semester, I figured out, uh, you're no good at this, and why are you denying what your heart is trying to tell you about what you want to do? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I always have had, you know, broadcasters or whatever, no science. No, I was horrible <laughs> at science and math. So finance, same thing, horrible. Uh, let's get another call for you. David, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. Hey. Uh, welcome, welcome to the Gator Nation, uh, Sean, uh, to the Orange and Blue some people, I've heard you say a few times, the blue and orange, that's okay, but the fight song says the orange and blue. Um, you got a bunch of those little kind of things, and I trust that they'll all go really fun for you, and that you'll get acclimated. You're going to have a great guy in the booth with you, it sounds like. Shane's going to be doing 
uh, basketball. Who's going to be doing basketball uh, with you? I, th- I think I have a good idea of that. I'm not so sure that the athletic department has, has um, UAA has you know solidified everything on that front. So I'll hold off on speaking about the basketball until maybe I have another visit with Steve here as we get into the fall. But look, uh, I'm coachable. So uh, when, when it comes to saying orange and blue and the right kind of orange and those things, I'm very coachable. So I'll take all the advice, all the tips and reminders that I'm going to need here in the coming days. You've got this, and uh, I look forward to seeing you up here in uh, Tallahassee. And if there's anything we can provide as background to one of your rivals, I know you've been here and covered them before. Uh, I'd be glad to offer assistance. We've got a great SID department on its own, but sometimes there's a local flavor you might want. I was the person who commented you're looking for a closing uh, uh, for the Gators moniker, maybe, and I said, Coach Spurrier used to say, God smiled on the Gators today. And uh, that kind of stands out to me always has as a great way to end it. Nick had his little uh, closing and stuff. But especially after a win, I thought that was a a pretty poignant one. Have you chosen one yet? No, I haven't. Um, And and we'll see if it comes organically. And hopefully, uh, perhaps we'll have something to talk about along those lines on September the 3rd. But, hey, look, I love the suggestion. I'm glad that you you reached out not only uh, on Twitter but also on the phone today. David, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Steve. Okay, thank you, sir. Let's bring Mike to sports scene. Mike, what's up? Sean, I, I welcome to Gators Nation. Uh, it's it's nice that you're being treated with respect. I I think you're going to find that. Uh, and the only two things I ask is tell it like it is. Don't don't candy coat it if it's a bad call by the ref. Tell it like it is because you're our eyes. Uh, and uh, the other thing is, uh, be more excited when the Gators score a touchdown than the other team. Of course. There's no doubt well, this will be a Gator a broadcast. Try to play it. Yeah, they, a lot of announcers try to play it even. And, you know, but uh, you're, you know, a college to me, a college, you, you got to be a little bit of a homer. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. And I, the, yeah, I mean, uh, the last three years that, you know, working at ESPN Radio and doing the national college football game of the week type stuff. Yeah, I've got to play a little more down the middle. Well, guess guess what? It's orange and blue now, and um, there's no doubt when you hear our broadcast that that's a Florida broadcast. Now, that doesn't mean um, that every call is against the Gators. Um, no. Yeah, and, and, and I don't have to scream when we convert on first down in the second quarter of week three. I mean, so. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> but there's no doubt when Florida scores, uh, you'll know it. <laughs> It'll sound totally different than. Anybody else scoring the football? Thanks, Sean. Yep. Uh, welcome to Gator Nation. Bro. Thank you. I appreciate Mike, it. Mike, thank you. Appreciate the call. We'll take a break. Come back. More with Sean. Uh, call him up. Welcome him. Question for him. He's here to answer him for the hour. Twelve thirteen. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN. 98.1 FM. 850 AM. WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications. ESPN. 98.1 FM. And 850 AM. WRUF. For a circuit judge. Sean Brewer, 24 years of legal experience seeking justice. Sean Brewer has prosecuted crimes throughout our circuit, robbery, manslaughter, crimes against women and children, and murder. Sean Brewer for circuit judge, proven, experienced, committed to justice. For over three decades, Sean Brewer has called North Florida home, a husband, father, and community volunteer. 
John Brewer will support the U.S. Constitution and all amendments. He can be trusted to faithfully and impartially interpret the law. John Brewer, he has endorsements from North Florida sheriffs, prosecutors, and the Police Benevolent Association. For Circuit Judge, vote Sean Brewer. Learn more at backbrewer.com. Paid for by Sean Brewer for 8th Circuit Judge. As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference Program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers Offices Gaines Lake City and Ocala. GetRefunds.com. All right, remember that. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. Pandemic, inflation, there's a lot of stuff going on. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. So it's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. You got to cut through red tape, get your business, the refund money, and you do it by going to GetRefunds.com. They do all the work. There's no charge up front. They simply show share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those who had increases in sales. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you as well. Go to GetRefunds.com. You click on the Qualify Me, answer a couple of questions, and it's available only for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. Good luck. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, with us here on Sports Scene for the balance of the hour. Call him up, make him feel welcome. Question you have for him, 392-8255. Vegas Gator is here. Vegas Gator, hello. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, good to have you on, Sean. Thanks, Vegas. Uh, this is Big Gator, B-I-G Big Gator. Gator. <laughs> well, kind of somewhat related. There you go. Okay. Um I know you'll do good. You know, we're used to having people come in and taking over a, a famous spot like this. So we, we know you'll do okay. Just get your own tone in, get your own sayings going, and we'll be fine. You're used to it? I think the last guy was here like 33 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm an old guy. I'm older than Steve. So and that's old. So the so, yeah. No, it, 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 yeah, it's an honor. It's it's um, it's not it's not daunting, but certainly I feel the weight of it because of what Mick did the foundation that he laid and then obviously david before him and then the great yep. otis Boggs. so uh the list is short and to be on that list is uh humbling yeah well we, we had to get you to uh david and uh mick too so it's okay you'll be all right hey let's just win i think i think i will um i will uh acclimate better to everyone's ears if i'm talking about gator wins uh than anything Absolutely. else no doubt yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Steve, I have a question or uh, a request. Yes. For Mr. Two Bits. 
We need to have Mick there the first one. Uh, I've actually seen that uh, on Twitter. Um, Good. Knowing Mick, I don't know if he would do that or not, but I love the sentiment for that. Um, uh, I think he'd be glad to do it. And, uh, you know, we'll see if UAA, if, if not the first game, then, you know, maybe he, somewhere he, down the road. Yeah. be great to have him back just to do that. Yeah, no question about it. That's all I got. Go right. Gators. Vegas Gator, thank you, sir. Let's bring uh, Tony to the show. Hi, Tony. Hey, guys, what's up, man? Hey, uh, Shawnee, welcome to Gator Nation, like everybody else is telling you. Uh, can't wait, looking forward to that first call of yours. Um, I'll tell you what, as a retired first responder myself, I took great joy one day in listening to your story about uh, being a uh, firefighter. Um, I thought that was real cool, man, so I appreciate you doing that. Well, I appreciate your service, and uh, the, as, as you know, having served in that role, uh, there are endless stories, some worth sharing, some not. Uh, <laughs> some memories are great, some still keep you up at night, uh, but it was a special time in my life, and um, and I will continue to support, support uh, those who are serving us here in our community. In fact, I, I hope uh, in short order I'll be able to make some connections with our fire districts here uh, in the Gainesville area and, and hopefully be of service to them. Not in a way that I used to do, but more in a support role perhaps. You bet, man. Looking forward to that. Hey, Sean, like uh, many athletes out there, do you yourself have any type of pregame routine, like meals that you like to eat or – or uh, things that you like to do, socks that you like to wear, stuff like that to get yourself going? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, I used to be more superstitious than I am now. Um, I guess that goes back to you know playing baseball. I think anybody who's affiliated with baseball finds themselves to be um, more superstitious than others. Uh, I, I am a process guy, so I like having a process. Like, like barbecue, Steve, is one of my hobbies, so I love smoking meat and all that kind of stuff because – there's a process to it. So okay. my game day or my process in getting ready for a game uh, is pretty structured, uh, but yet I, you know, I can adapt, if you will. So whether it be um, when I have my boards ready for the game or what time I, or what time I want to be on the field, all those things I'll, I'll fix or change to what my role will be here. But, yes, I will want to ramp up in a certain way I will want to have you know that five minutes just to myself before we really crank it up. So, yeah, there's there's little things that I'll do so that I feel like I have a process on game day here at the swamp. All right, awesome. I uh, work out every morning there at uh, campus. I walk around campus, hit the stadium. So hopefully I'll see you one day. I saw you at the statue over there uh, videoing the other day. So uh, let's see you around, buddy. Take yeah, care, thanks, man. and I hope you'll say hi when you do see me and. Uh, Yes, uh, I've been in the office enough now that the, those those three guys are the first three guys I see when I come to work every day. They don't say much. You got no. They don't say much. But quiet. Yeah, very, yeah, quiet. very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very shy guys. All right. Thank you, Tony. Stephen uh, emails, do you have a favorite touchdown play to call, like a punt return or a long-running play or a long pass? Wow. Um, gosh, I think they're all great. Yeah. The, big, the, the bigger or the more yardage, the more fun or um, – but there's nothing like a pick six type situation, especially because that's a player that, in a lot of ways on, on, on defense, sometimes when you're saying a player's name, it may not be for good reasons. Um, but, man, when you get a pick six, it's really a chance to shine a light on a, on a young man that perhaps doesn't get enough shine, if you will, uh, throughout a, a broadcast. We always hear about the skill guys and, the, you know, obviously those who touch. 
uh, more often than not. But so those are pretty thrilling. Uh, yeah, they're all good. I mean, they really are. Okay. The, the, the unexpected is the best part. Yeah. When you're surprised by a play, that's when uh, a it should come out in your call, and that's what you should remember. And it's no different than being a fan. If you ask the fan the same question, the answer should be probably pretty similar. Let's get uh, Annie next. Annie, welcome to Sports Scene. Uh, yes. Hi, Steve. Hello, Annie. Hello, Mr. Kelly, and welcome to Gainesville and Gator Nation. And uh, I won't take up much time, but I just uh, wanted to let you know I like your voice. Well, thank you. <laughs> so I, I think you're going to be a great voice of the Gators. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Okay. Take care. All right, Annie. Thank you. Uh, let's get George in Atlanta. George, hello. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Sean, welcome aboard, as everybody is saying, and uh, really looking forward to that first call. You've really picked a good one to kick off uh, your stint with Gators and with Utah at home and uh, in the, under the lights. But I have a, I have a technical radio question for you, and this may be stupid, but when I'm at the game and I'm trying to listen on the radio, is is there a there's a delay correct or am I doing something wrong or is there a delay that I'm catching? You're not doing anything wrong if you're listening. You know, obviously, like if you're in the ballpark here at you know WRUF is the flagship here in Gainesville, and and yep. that would be the you know what you have on your on your mobile device or you know or on a radio. Um, right. And I think though, and again, we kind of talked about this at the top. I need to find out, and I'm pretty sure, kind of knowing the history of this place and and what it means. Um, that perhaps there's some signal that is only broadcast kind of in the range of the stadium that would be a real-time feed from the booth. So then you wouldn't have that delay if you're there watching the game in person and listening. I don't have the answer to that for you. Um, And and certainly when I do find out that answer, we'll we'll promote that fact. Um, And and you're right. First of all, it's not a stupid question. and, ra- and the radio delay is not as severe as a television delay, but yes, there still has right. to be some bouncing around of things before it reaches you, even though you're sitting ten rows below me. Well, it, it, it's funny because I've, I've been going. We've had season tickets for thirty-five years, or, or maybe a couple years more. But it, I don't ever remember it used to be in that way. But several, maybe three or four years ago, I started picking up a delay. And you still kind of listen to it because you want to hear the color, and they pick out stuff that you normally wouldn't see from the stands. So it's interesting, but it is a little bit distracting. It would be better to not have that delay. So, uh, yeah, if you if you find out what that local signal would be and you guys can promote that, um, that would be very useful. But um, welcome aboard, man. I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, you got a great one to start with. Yeah, you, you're not kidding. Um, that is not your average season opener no. at home. Uh, by the way, been doing a little research this week. Okay. Um, if you look at betting lines, okay, you can go back to about 1978 historically to find the betting line for a game. Florida has never, ever opened as an underdog at home. This will be the first. Opened, yeah. Opened wow. at home. Wow. So look, at the neutral wow. side game against Michigan, that was in Arlington, right? Yep. So that was 2017. So that doesn't count. I'm talking about right here at the Swamp, as far back as 78. If we're just going to go on the betting line, Florida has never opened at home as an underdog. And that will happen on September the 3rd. Wow. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, George. Thank you. Lucas says, uh, welcome to Gator Nation. I'll be listening to you on his Alexa. 
His suggestion for how to end a Gator win, quote, this one belongs to the Gators in the swamp. Only Gators get out alive. Okay. That's his suggestion. I'm going to add it to the list. So for those that don't know what this is all about, it was, I guess a couple days ago I, on Twitter, I, I brought up the fact that Jack Buck, and we mentioned him being one of my broadcast you know, mentors and heroes and whatnot, after every St. Louis Cardinal baseball win, you know, it was always that's a winner. And sometimes it was exclamatory if it was a huge win or a you know walk-off type situation. And even it was just kind of a whole hum win, which you can have all you know in oh, yeah. the in the dog days of the summer. But it was always that's a winner. Um, and so I just kind of threw that out there that um, say you know should we have something like that on our Gator broadcast? So I haven't decided anything, but it's been fun to read. Uh, read back all the replies. That yeah, so yep. go ahead and and, uh, and, and respond to that because uh, Sean would like to hear uh, what you have to say. Uh, more with the new voice of the Gators. He's here for the balance of the hour. Call us up. Make him welcome. Ask him a question. I've got a few I'll ask along the way here. 1227 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators. ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. One of the best things that's happened here over the past year, the arrival of QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is giving relief every day to folks here with chronic joint pain using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. They harness the power of your own body's healing properties, like in your blood or plasma. Concentrate them and apply to your affected joint. The results can be mind-blowing. These regenerative treatments are designed to repair and restore your damaged joint tissue with no drugs, no surgery, no side effects, no steroids, and no downtime. The success rate's incredible, and they're growing fast. They started with one medical clinic now... There's clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and in the villages. Don't continue to live with that nagging joint pain. Discover the exciting all-natural, advanced, natural options that we now have access to thanks to QC Kinetics. For a free consultation, call QC Kinetics now in Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. While summer is a great time for recycling, some summer items should not be mixed in with your curbside recycling. Items like garden hoses, plastic planters, pool toys, squirt guns, and lawn chairs are generally not recyclable and are best donated to charity. If you have a question as to whether an item can be recycled, look for the recycling triangle and number, usually on the bottom of the product. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, partly cloudy, hot, and hazy. Highs in the mid-90s, heat indices closer to 105, and we've got a better chance for sea breeze showers and storms. They'll generally push from west to east across our area. Locally heavy rain rates will be possible at times, and that could cause localized flash flooding. Storms exiting off the first coast later on this evening. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. 
And now, the, 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 the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. When somebody says, oh, it's a minor surgery, it's not minor to the person who's having it. We didn't even know where the surgery was on his body. We didn't even get that on Matthew Stafford with a tender elbow. And when you start consulting with pitching coaches, then I know this is a little more serious. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Tomorrow on the program, going to get a little sneak preview. Sean was just talking about uh, the Gators opening uh, for the first time ever in an opener as an underdog. We're going to at talk home. a little Utah at home. No, no. Yeah. Talk a little bit about Utah tomorrow. Uh, somebody who covers a team from the Salt Lake City Tribune uh, will join us tomorrow to talk about that. Uh, and we've got a bunch of good people coming on next week as we get closer to the start of the season. But today we celebrate Sean Kelly, new voice of the Gators. He's here with us in the studio. Call us up. Make him feel welcome. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Jim, you are up, sir. How are you? Oh, just fine. Uh, Sean, I, have, I was just kind of curious. What were some of your earliest memories growing up in St. Louis as a boy of any uh, University of Florida sports events? Or do you, like, was it Steve Spurrier or maybe before that? I don't know. I, I guess, you know, growing up in the Midwest, uh, old Big 8 football was kind of king. Uh, some of the old Southwest Conference stuff would bleed into the area where I was growing up. And then, and then Big 10 as well, because you were just kind of on the edge of Big 10 country with Iowa above you in the north and Illinois next door. Um, so for me, uh, awareness of the Gators, I, I guess probably if I'm being fair, would be when Steve Spurrier started to, to take this thing on, you know, on a very vertical trajectory there, early '90s. So, uh, and at that time, I was old enough now to to be aware of things beyond my own backyard. So, uh, at that point, I would say I was just kind of starting college. Uh, ESPN was bringing us more games than ever. You know, you have to remember that. You know, like for me growing up in St. Louis, you know, you 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 had just the networks and whatever the networks gave you. Uh, was what you were going to be able to consume college football wise, and so if if um, you know if it was the Big Ten on on ABC or uh, you know whoever CBS had, that's that's who you were exposed to more than anything else. It wasn't until we got mid '80s uh, and then late '80s, like I said, when I was kind of going off to college, that you know you could you could finally put your eyes on a lot of other teams as far flung as Gainesville, Florida, or maybe out far in the Northwest, like the Washington Huskies, teams that you would never be able to see on a regular basis. Yeah. Were you a University of Missouri grad? No, I'm a Southern Illinois University grad, the Saluki. He's a Saluki. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you had a chance to meet Coach Spurger yet? Yes. His office is literally like five doors down from mine, and uh, uh-huh. Coach is in there almost every day, uh, sometimes for a short period of time, sometimes for a long period of time. But uh, he's fantastic. We actually got – this was really cool. I'll say this. On, I guess it was Sunday, Sunday or Monday, Coach Spurrier came to football practice, and I got to watch a good chunk of practice with Coach Spurrier. So 
you know, pinch me. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I think there would be a lot of people that would have uh, been more than willing to step and knock me out of the way to do the same thing that I got to do with, sure. with Coach no the other day. Yeah, no, it was a real well, treat. He can certainly fill you in on a lot of the Gator history, that's for sure. Well, and not only that, here's what I've learned about Coach, too, uh, recently, is that you know you can bring up a game in particular or whatever. Not only will he remember the weather, oh, yeah. what he was wearing that day, he'll <laughs> remember some certain third and eight play, quarter number three. It. Look, I'm I'm jealous in my own business of those who have photographic memories. It, it just it just helps you understand again why coach was what he was to this game, what he means to this place because of the tools that he has that are um, above the average human, shall we say? Yeah, and he can even go back to his college days when he was playing here and tell you all the plays and what he's what happened and. He's, he's pretty amazing that way. Yeah, he right, really well, thanks, is. Thanks, John. Welcome to Gainesville. Thank All right, you. Jim. Thank you for your call. Let's bring Greg to Sports Team. What's up, Greg? Hey, Steve. Uh, I had a quick question for you, Sean, just regards to your style. Um, mm-hmm. I'm old enough to go back to David Steele days. I neither loved him nor hated him. He was just David, you know, and I'd listen to Gator games. And then Mick came along, and much like you, with a brand-new coach. In fact, you got a new basketball coach, too. So I think you're coming on board at perfect timing. But and I just was curious about your style. Steve, and he, he might roll his eyes and get mad at me, but he's more of a neutral kind of speaker when I listen to him doing baseball games, whereas Mick was more of a us versus them. So my question is when he, you know, he would get really into it, and you could tell he was rooting for Florida. So my question is, is your style going to be more of a neutral like Steve or more of an us versus them versus Mick, and I'll listen off air and go Gators. All right, Greg. No, I appreciate you. that. Um, I want my team to win, and, and this is my team now. So my style um, – Kind of, I alluded to it earlier a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, there are. It does not have to be cranked to ten all the time. <laughs> right. I'm not. A, I'm not a screamer. Um, so one of my, um, I guess we call him a, a mentor. John Martin's his name. He goes by Chief. He basically built ESPN Radio into uh, what it became, as far as uh, the caliber of games, the the announcers that they've had over the years, the Jim Durham's, the Mike Patrick's, all those. Mm-hmm. Um, he would always talk to me about climbing the ladder. So whether it be on a home run call or, like you said, a big touchdown call, um, you know, just the, to bring things to a crescendo. So again, kind of you know, kind of start and then visually in your mind here, you know, picture yourself climbing the ladder. So climb the ladder with your call, um, and 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 help that change in tone or volume i guess speak to the specialness or the or the moment so um my 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 style will be that and those climb the ladder moments will involve the gators so um and and yes i think that yeah sometimes i may not like a call or i'll find a way to that you'll know that i don't think the call was very good or whatnot and and i also am very careful to criticize uh, those who are in a place that I never will be or was, you know, as far as a player or a coach or decision, I will share with you what is happening and kind of let you decide on your own. You know, hey, it's uh, you know, it's fourth and one, and Coach Napier and the Gators are going for it. Yep. Um, that's it is not my place. You just said it. Right. Uh, it is not my place to say I can't believe. What is he thinking? Oh, the, or or boy, the analytics, boy, they're right there. We may talk about analytics, and Coach Napier is heavy on analytics when it comes to those situations. Yep. Um, and perhaps the analyst or the sideline reporter who has played the game or coached the game, however the case may be, 
that's their place to maybe say, hey, Sean, in this situation, or you need to know this, or they've been working on this, you know, they can speak to that more so than me. So I will, I will describe what I see and share with you the moment and celebrate the moment with you. Um, and if you can piece together that really lopsided answer I just gave, you'll kind of get an idea of what <laughs> my call will sound like. Right. Let's get to uh, Porter. Porter, what's up? Hey, Sean. Welcome to Gainesville. Thank you. Um, you, t- you were talking about uh, Coach Spurrier, and of course, we absolutely love him here. Just curious, how how well known is he outside the region as far as his one line zingers? Because you know, that, that just they're they're legendary down here. I was just curious, as, as coming from outside, how how familiar were, were you with that angle, or, or not not much? Or? Um, you know, look, everybody knows Coach Spurrier, and and obviously they have done it in in different places, and he coached at different levels. Yeah, the, you get you get the flavor, if you will. Um, you know, like the, kind of the move that he pulled with the SEC media, or the coaches' meetings back when we were talking about, you know, should we get some money for these players? Uh, he's strategic in what he does with his words. Uh, and, yes, everybody loves a good visor toss or, or a spurrier one-liner across the nation. He, he, he is truly, you know, one of the he's – he's a national character in the college football story, no doubt. Yeah. Absolutely, we love him. Well, remember, there's uh, there's uh, the axiom down here. Axiom number one: it is always good when the Gators win. Axiom number two: it is always good when the Knolls lose. Axiom number three: when in doubt, consult axioms one and two. Go Gators! Be safe. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Some emails here now. If I <laughs> mispronounce this, yeah, please feel free. BB says, "Welcome, Sean. We also moved here from New Orleans. There's no central grocery. Is it a?" Muffaletta? Muffaletta, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says, there's no central grocery Muffaletta, but other than that, it's a great town. What's one of your best firefighter stories? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was just telling one yesterday, but I won't tell that one. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I, I don't know if I have a great firefighter story other than that. There were two things uh, that were evident early. One was, and I'm glad somebody told me this, you know, you are probably coming up on somebody's worst day. And so if you have that, you know, in the front of your mind, it, you'll handle the situation perhaps much better than not having that mindset. The other thing is there, there is no better feeling than helping someone, whether it's their worst day or just they just need a hand. Um, it's very gratifying. It, it makes the training and the, and, the, and the tough hours and all that really kind of wash away because – you get that great feeling that, hey, I've really helped somebody out today. So, uh, so there were some of those. I will say this. There was one story we had. We had a call, and uh, this, uh, this speaks to the importance of where we are with child safety and automobiles. So a lady was driving her car and got the wheels kind of off the road where they were kind of doing some shoulder work and got into the sand and anyway turned the car over. Okay, so the car is upside down as we come up, and here comes this woman who's climbed out of the car and as we're getting off the truck, she's yelling, my baby, my baby. And I'm like, okay, anything with kids is like the worst. So I go running toward the car and kind of do like, you know, one of those Bo and Luke Duke hook slides, you know, kind of on the ground in that sand. And sure enough, I look in and there's the baby in the car seat, upside down, sound asleep. Not a scratch, not a hair out of place, but that seat was so important and had that child locked in so securely that... The child never woke up. The child was sound asleep and was perfectly fine. So that's one of those stories that goes from, you know, this could be 
really rough yeah. to actually now kind of a giggle because the, the baby is sound asleep. But anyway, I tell that story only because I just know how difficult it is for parents to sometimes install those car seats. <laughs> Have you tried that here recently, boss? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but I also speak to how great they they are now and how how protective they are of our children. So, yep. Let's get a call uh, from Dean. Dean, hello. Hey, Steve. Sean, I won't keep you long. I know we've got a break coming up, but I just would like to hear your version of your favorite call in sports. Is it the uh, the long bomb for a touchdown? Is it a breakaway run, a three-point shot, a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth inning? If you had to rank it for yourself, how do you think you would rank it? Wow. From that I personally called or just in sports in general? And, well, both. Wow. We could do like three hours on this. I was just going to say that that's, that's you know, hard to. Let me let me. Uh, somebody was asking about my you know my sports fandom or whatever. Um, so I was ten years old when the Cardinals went to the World Series in 1982. I think that I think like ten to twelve is this magical age for a boy, and I hope it still is that that way today. You're you know you're you're young enough that things are you know special and um, you know first experiences really stick at that age and. Uh, you're not grown enough to where you're cynical in any other way or too cool for school. So I was 10 when the Cardinals won the World Series in 82, and that started this run uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals growing up at, you know, in St. Louis. The Ozzie Smith Go Crazy Folks call uh, by Jack Buck, uh, when the guy who had never uh, or hit like one left-handed you know, home run in his career hits one down the right field line, you know, and then there's the pause, and then the Go Crazy Folks Go Crazy, and Everybody in the city was listening to this, so you know you would you could literally hear the car horns honking around town, the explosion that happened with that call, and that's just one example. But look, everybody also asked me what's my favorite sport to call. It, I don't really have one. I'm, I'm kind of hey, it's football season. I love football. It's uh, it's basketball season. You know, all the way into baseball season. So all my all my favorite calls or moments, you know, are across the across the spectrum, but. That go crazy folks call, um, and if you've never heard it, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube or whatever. Uh, that would be, I guess, an example of something that makes the hair still to this day stand up on my arms. Thanks, John. I really appreciate it, man. I'm looking forward to listening to you. Thank go you. Game. All right, Dean. Thank you. 12:44. Time check brought to you by Hey Shirley. One more segment with Sean. We have some emails to get to. Call him up. Make him feel welcome. The new voice of the Gators here live with us today on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Friends, for a long time now, I've been telling you about my good friends at Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Yes, I do own a vehicle from Southeast Car Agency. Yes, I have purchased my vehicles from there for a very, very long time. The Cousins family has run that business for the past 40 successful years. And in all that time, all they've ever done is give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Test drive the vehicles. Check them out for yourself. Their sales staff is there to answer any questions you might have. Or you can go online, secars.com. You'll see the vehicles, the pictures, all the pertinent information is there for you. 
You know, if you're driving around town, take a look in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance you're going to see a Southeast Car Agency tag because they've been in business for so long and have developed the trust that they have for each and every one of their customers. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondells.com. Back to school means back to routines and, of course, back to school shopping. And while spending on outfits and supplies can be stressful, Radiant Credit Union can help you out this season. Every time you use your Radiant Credit Card from July 22nd through the end of August, you'll be automatically entered for a chance to win a $1,500 statement credit. Just swipe your credit card and we'll handle the rest. You have enough to do, like avoiding the PTA parents in the drop-off line. Stop by or visit radiantcu.org slash rewards for details. No purchase necessary. Federally insured by NCUA. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to $1,044 per year when you switch to Direct Auto, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote at directauto.com. Data from August 2021. New customer survey. Savings, if any, vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Here we go! Here's the snap to Brady. Brady looks, pump fake, took all the end zone, those told the end zone, into the caught ball! Touchdown, Tampa Bay, Mike Evans! Hear every snap of Buccaneers football. We gotta be perfect, all right? Fire the cannons! Get it going! Handoff, run the ball, Fournette slashes his way to the 40, to the 35, to the 30, to the 25, to the 20, Fournette to the 10, 5, 3, 2, 1, touchdown Tampa Bay! Right here, your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. From every called third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Mary Wise. Gator Volleyball is going to crank up here very soon, and hopefully another terrific year for Mary Wise's team. Let's get to David to talk to Sean. David, hello. David, go ahead. Good afternoon, guys. Welcome to Gator Nation, Sean, and uh, look forward to hearing you on the air. Hey, I, I've heard that uh, when you were 10 years old, the Cardinals won the World Series, and uh, that happened when I was 10 years old as well, and I've been a lifelong Cardinal fan since 1967. Uh, Lou Brock's my all-time favorite player. Sweet Lou, baby. I mean, Hello? yeah. I, you, can you hear us, David? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, no. Um, man, you, you got to watch some great teams, didn't you? I absolutely did. And, Sean, let me just say that uh, I, I, I know you know this, but don't ever underestimate the impact that your calls on the radio will have. I, I raised my son taking him to Gator games since he was a little boy, 
Um, he ended up going to law school at University of Florida, and I became a lawyer, but I love him anyway. But he, he, uh, he was there during all Spurrier's glory years, and we have so many memories and so many great calls by Mick, and I know you know you have big shoes to fill, but I know you're going to do a great job. Thank you, guys. Yeah, right. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I mean, the, there's no question I have huge huge shoes to fill and moments uh, that Mick was able to bring to Gator Nation. You know, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that folks still are identifying the team with the call, that kind of a thing. Yeah, my son is 22. So, Steve, I'm, I'm trying to – one of my challenges or one of my things that I want to accomplish here is that, you know, guys our age, uh, some of our callers here, uh, folks that want to listen in the stadium – uh, that's being the voice of the Gators in the traditional sense. I think, though, in talking with my son uh, and you know, just kind of having an awareness of where this medium is, how do I be the voice of the Gators for that generation, mm-hmm. the ones that are consuming the product you know, on this phone that's sitting in between you and me, and um, whether it be on TikTok or YouTube or, or, or elsewhere? So um, I'm very excited about the traditional sense of what is in front of me here, but at the same time, I think I need to try and figure out also how to be the voice of the Gators for that segment of our fan base too. So um, th- it'll be a work in progress, but I think I will try and find a way to do that. Well, I, I think that's really cool because I think we all sort of relate to our generation, mm-hmm. but I'm fortunate because I get to work with young people all the time. Right. So even if you don't want to, they make you go into things like that. Yes. So that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, Jack in North Atlanta, welcome. First of all, Sean, welcome to Gator Nation. Second thing is, Georgia Bulldogs are most lethal, the most hated people in the entire world. you got to <laughs> realize that, man. Right, Steve? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think a lot of Gator fans like Georgia. That's no, for sure. My Twitter uh, timeline has uh, had some suggestions about you know what I should say when the Gators win, and um, there's a certain word, and then Georgia. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I've, it, I've been <laughs> alerted to uh, to that. All right, and well, I'm from San Fernando Beach. I just got my master's at 60 years old. You know, again, uh, I go back to the Otis Box days where Otis would go so and so, so and so, running, running. Oh my gosh, Larry Smith, Larry Smith, third and seven. So, I mean, it was just, he was, uh, bless his heart, he was just, uh, uh, it's great at this time. But, uh, you know, but the, the tough the tough job is Steve's job. Now, the most entertaining job at WRUF is having the guys calling on, Steve, I'm billionaire here. We only won by seven points. And then Steve's got to deal with these drunks driving back to Atlanta and south everywhere to Jacksonville. So, Steve's got the toughest job, and I know you guys are short for time. But, Steve, I did want to congratulate you on the words that you talked about, that Laurel Rutledge talked to you about you, what a great job you did. And I just think that's a, that was a wonderful honor for you. No question. No question. Um, you know, I've said this a lot. This is fun. Uh, I, I've had a great life in doing this. But the thing that gets me the most excited is when somebody here goes on and works either in the business or is successful. That is the, that is the thing that drives me every single day to work here. No question about it. Well, my, my stepson got, went to the J school, and he had a class of yours. And, again, uh, for you, and thought you were great. I'm not going to mention his name. I didn't embarrass him. But, uh, you know, again, 
John, I tell you what, we're a different bunch, man. We got a we got a chip on our shoulders, but I tell you what, we it, it, being a Gator fan is like a terminal illness. It just gets worse and worse with age, and I promise you that. I went to my first game when Steve kicked the field goal. Now I'll be 61 in December, so I, I went there, and I, then the next week I remember Bill Stanfield just mauling my hero Steve Spurrier on the. Uh, uh, on the football field. But welcome to Gator Nation, man. And I, we will listen to you uh, at, uh, on the third at the Utah when we beat the number eight-ranked Utes. All right, Jack. Thank you for your call. Thank you, Jack. All right, got a bunch of emails to get through here. Yep. Uh, Daryl says for the end of the game, uh, it should be great news to the Gator Nation. Uh, Chris says, with Vin Scully passing, did you ever cross paths with him? Did he have any influence in how you call games? Uh, first of all, we, we've lost an icon, obviously, um, in Vin. I, I did cross paths with him one time. He was as gracious as you might imagine. Um, my, my exposure experience with Vin is just as a, the listener. So uh, I did not have a personal relationship with him or, you know, one of those sessions that we've now heard great stories about his impact on, on young broadcasters coming up. So, you know, th- that's a legend. Um, Big games, you know, are hand in hand with him, and uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I don't know what really to say about Vin other than um, he had a. Oh, I, I, the question was, do, does anything that I do fall off of the Vin Scully tree? No, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have that that Vin style. Other than I think pacing, when you do baseball, it's a, such a different paced broadcast. I think that Vin was a master at that. Um, you know, we hear all the stories about Vin would have this great story, right? And the danger in baseball broadcasting, and Steve, you know this, is yeah. don't don't bring up the big story with two outs. You know, you're going to get burned and yep. and all that. Seemingly, God would would allow Vin to finish the story by having the guy at the plate foul off three more pitches, right. and then the story would be over, and then the inning would come to an end. So that that was just kind of the magic of Vin Scully. Yeah. Uh, David says, for the sign-off, straight out of the alma mater, orange and blue, victorious. Ooh, I like that. Yep. Uh, Daniel says, I'm a young generation, 37, and still like the radio broadcast. Still take the radio to the games. Look forward to your calls this year and for years to come. Larry says, welcome aboard. Red Barber was slightly before my time, but go back to Otis, David, and certainly Mick. After listening uh, to you for the past 45 minutes, I have no question that a perfect selection was made for the Gators' fourth play-by-play announcer. He says, who do you report to? Who do I report to? Yeah. Um, I, I think he means like the, either the UAA or IMG. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a UAA employee, um, so I report to Steve McLean, Scott Strickland, and then I have this kind of this policy of I serve at the pleasure of the head coach. So I, I view Billy Napier and Ty Golden uh, and, and Kevin O'Sullivan. Those are as much my bosses in this role as anything else. So, and look, coaches will come and go. I understand how this business works, but when I'm granted the access that I'm given by these coaches and made to feel as a member of their staff in some way, um, I have to return that respect and be respectful of their schedule, um, what we'll wear to and from, you know, road games, those kind of things. I don't think I'm, I don't want fans to think, you know, I'm beholden and, and, and they'll never do anything wrong or I can't ask them a question that you all want to have asked. It's just about when you're, when you're treated as a member of the team, then you should respect those same team rules. Yeah, yeah. No, no question about it. Last couple of minutes here. I, I saved one for the end here. Um, you met, was baseball your sport growing up? I played more of it. 
and then early in my career, I broadcast more of it than anything else, college baseball. Um, so I guess, yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to make me pick a favorite, it's <laughs> yeah. probably that. But going back to what I said, is there anything better than a Saturday in the SEC? I right. mean, I, I can't wait. I mean, like, it, it's, it's, it's so slow at the moment. I know it'll get here quickly, but September 3rd, I mean, I, I just – can't you feel in this town right now how people are craving to get that back? Yeah. And, and we're about to have it back. So, And then, look, all those years in the NBA, there's nothing quite like calling the speed of an NBA game and all that. So seasonally is where I try to stay, but baseball is a, a romantic thing for me, yes. Chuck Cooperstein's one of our guys. Yes. Um, I've known Coop for 20 great, years now. Great dude. Yes, great yeah. guy. He, he came back not too long ago, and we were in school together, so you know we have Coop. good memories. Yes. Um, really good guy. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed uh, having Sean here today. Uh, you'll be able to hear his broadcast here in just, I can't think of how many days we have left here, but not too many, uh, when he'll start things uh, when Utah comes to town. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun with Sean here, and it's going to be a lot of fun having you around. And uh, I look forward to working with you a lot. So thank you for being here today. Yeah, and we're going to do this kind of on a regular basis, yes. I hope. Yes, we okay. are. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for making me feel so welcome today. Um, and I appreciate you yep. being here. Uh, a second hour of sports scene coming up. Call us up, talk a little sports. We've got some things to talk about, uh, and we will do that with you as we always do. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us and talk some sports with us in hour two. Left Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.